0: Peace of Christ be with you. This is J.W. a child of the church. <laughs> I cannot recall when this was first said, but I can recall one of the first times I heard the voice that said it. It was my first year being in a sanctuary. Then I heard the magical word that pricks up every little boy's ears. Hell. I thought it was a mistake because the pastor can't say that. It's a curse word. Then he said it again and again. So I decided to keep count of how many times he said the word hell. He finished that sermon with 34 utterances of the word hell. Keeping in the theme from 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 12 through 31, I started forming a body of Christ right then and there. Yeah, I had some Sunday school before then, but I was only really there for the apple juice at the end. In that sermon, I started forming what we could what you could call my brain of Christ. I started thinking about what it truly meant to be Christian. A few years went by with steady growth, but then I became part of the youth group. This is when Stephen Fuller was still with us. Youth Monday mornings, youth Sunday mornings, became a regular occurrence, as well as the nights. You could call this era my adolescence in the church. As my body of Christ started growing, Stephen, along with the other youth, had opened my eyes to the real-world examples of Christ in service. Stew Meals on Wheels, Grace House, and most recently, Yellow Church. All of these increased my love for what my Savior had done. Then came Passport. Oh, it wasn't this fun. Let me preface this by saying that if any of you have kids that do not know or do not want to go on Passport, please be a parent and force them to. <laughs> anyway, my favorite most influential Passport was my freshman year of high school. My brother was still in the group, as well as both the Boone brothers, Ben Oakes and all that crew. I'd roomed with Ben, that was an experience all of itself, but, Somewhere along the road, we had ended up with an extra waffle from the restaurant near our hotel that we stopped at on the way up. We decided to keep this waffle for the entirety of the week, even bringing him back to the youth house and inducting him into the youth group. His name is Jerry. (laughs) Little while later, we embarked on one of my favorite spring break trips to Universal. This time, I decided to bring along a pal. I, my friend, Ben Oakes, Connor McMullen, and Chris Spencer were pounding around for the week and truly bonded with each other not for the six times that Connor made us ride the Simpsons ride because, quote, there is no line. As a self plane veteran of this ride, I can officially tell you there is no line for a reason. <laughs> On the bus back, we had downloaded some app that played an air horn sound, and Medlake was definitely not a fan. So we did the logical thing, as all youth do, and constructed a blanket port in the bus to keep her out and the air horns blowing. Didn't work. These early eras can easily be described as my maturation in the church. The days may have been filled with nothing but silliness and Simpson rides, but at night, we turned serious during our small groups. Showed me there were times to be serious and times to be goofy, and like the passage from 1 Corinthians,
1: none of these moments can
0: be separated from the spiritual body I've developed in the youth group. Then Stephen left. If all of us, and it hit my brother's group the hardest because they weren't even someone like him when they were entering their senior year being a senior now i can see how blindsided they would have been when he made his decision to leave i'd only known him for around two years and it still hit me hard youth night slowly became a regular thing and it appeared that stephen was a cornerstone for the youth group as the months went by and no youth leader stepped forward i call this era my reliance on Christ. Had people I could go to, like my parents, and the great people that bravely stepped forward trying to fill the void of Stephen, such as Ginger Parm and the Lates. They were great, but there's really nothing quite like Stephen. The effort they put forward was something truly to witness, though. It was nice to see everyone teaming up to teach Sunday school and even set up some trips for us youth. And I cannot express how much appreciation and how much love I have for those people that tried to take Stephen's place, but it wasn't the same. Then I attended one of Stephen's sermons up in First Baptist Gastonia, and I realized that I should be happy for him, and more specifically, the people he's impacting now. I never thought that something as small as playing a silly song in a bongo could bring so much nostalgia, but when we did that two spring breaks ago, I realized we can't hold on to everything, and that well, things change. I guess what I'm trying to say is that I needed to enjoy the small things because you have to enjoy those or you truly won't cherish the big things. I call this my finalization in Christ. By no means am I saying that I've got Christianity figured out. What I'm saying is i finally accepted those words, a child of the church. When I stepped into those bizarrely warm waters of that tub right there, I thought I had everything figured out. But looking at all of you out here, I realize I don't, and I don't think I ever will. And when I do think I know everything, something will happen to mess it up, always does. But that doesn't discourage me from getting up and it helps me knowing that no matter what knocks me down and no matter how many times it does, my Lord and Christ will stand there with me. Every piece of my body, whether that be physical or metaphysical, he's crafted it in his image. And I hope I can carry on the things that I've learned from all of you. And I hope I've imparted the message to remember and cherish the small things because the small things can be achieved again. Father Small, I can't really Stephen back. I can always remember what we've done. And every time I ate waffles, one name pops into my head. That's Jared. Makes me smile because of a whole week of shenanigans one waffle. was the most vivid thing I remember. I've grown my body of Christ thanks to the help of those close to me and all of you. You've given me the ability to find the confidence I've had tucked down. When I entered high school, more and more pressures were put on me parents' expectations, my school's expectations, my own expectations, friends' problems, their expectations. How can I live up to this? How can I possibly keep everything satisfied? How can I push everything away and focus on myself? How can I find time for myself? How can I bring up the good times when everything is just so sad and demanding? And a voice voiceover said, you need to slow down. Baffled, I responded, how can I slow down when I have to go so fast? He replied, look around you. Do you think I made you for all this chaos? This isn't you. What do you mean this isn't me? All I've done has been for me. No. What do you mean, no? I mean what you've been doing. It it isn't you. You You've been a person to help others, but you're trying to change their views so that you feel better about yourself. You aren't helping them, you're helping yourself. You aren't living up to their expectations. You're exceeding them, but now you're trying to live up to what you believe their expectations are. Slow down. Look around. None of the time you have been given is meant to be spent on something you have completely made up. Then, then what is my time for? Your time is for you. It is for you to listen. It is for you to help others with their problems. It is for you of others to realize, to slow down. Remember the first time that you thought something that you were doing? Kind of like the sermon that you're giving right now? Yeah, my first used Sunday. My these Sundays were always scary. I think it was scary because I was teaching adults, but not just that I'm teaching adults, but adults who know more than me. I got up there and taught, and despite my obvious lack of life experience, you wanted my opinion on topics and how I interpreted the Bible. This church has done nothing but provide me with life lessons, and I don't think I can ever repay that. I can only give the small things, but in my own way, I think that's the best thing I can ever repay all of you with. I hope that if anything is taken away from this sermon, it is what I've taken away from the past 17 years of my life in this church. As that the big moments and big things cannot be recreated, but you can hold on to their memories forever. The small things they must be held on to tighter, because they can be recreated. I won't be able to recreate bringing a waffle on a church summer school trip. School trip. Every time I look at a waffle, that I can remember, he right? had huh? yeah, some very nice shades.